Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. So a lot of chat about people gathering for any reason at the moment during COVID restrictions. Um, We're aware, for example, that there is a a prayer group that gathers uh, in Limerick uh, fairly regularly. And we've heard separately uh, anti-mask protesters are planning protests in Limerick over this Easter weekend. Here's what Labour councillor Conor Sheehan had to say on the show earlier in the week. This would be a similar sort of a protest along the lines of what happened in Cork and then prior to that in Dublin in, in recent weeks. So it would be it would be what I would describe as a far-right anti-lockdown protest. I would be very concerned about this myself because I think, first of all, I think the public health situation that we're in at the moment in relation to COVID, especially with the B117 variant, is very finely balanced. And we could either tip in the right direction or tip in the wrong direction. And I think when you think of all our frontline workers in Limerick, and I'm thinking of the people who work in University Hospital Limerick, um, and I also think of the Gardaí, um, and I also think of other frontline workers who work in essential services, such as retail, who work the whole way through this crisis without a break. I think this sort of a so-called protest um, is a grievous insult that's Labour Councillor Connor Sheehan. And joining us on the line now is independent city and county councillor Emmett O'Brien. Good morning to you, Emmett. Good morning, Joe. Good morning to your listeners and happy Good Friday. You too. And we, we heard there what Connor had to say. Um, and, and I mean, this balance between what's appropriate in terms of gatherings and what isn't. What's your view? Yeah, well, look, the, 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 that was all a little bit daft out of Connor there now, I think. You know, I mean, any, Connor is obviously coming from a very strong left wing perspective. So anybody to largely to the right of Connor is, is, is a right-wing extremist. Look, I mean, you had Antifa protests, BLM protests during the course of the summer. You have anti-mass protests. At the time, you have people gathering um, for prayer services uh, outside the old Jesuit church. These are all constitutionally protected provisions under our constitution. We, we cannot forget that basic point, first of all. We have a right to protest. I have no issue with people who get excited about BLM or Antifa or about anti-masks. A lot of the people who are at the anti-mask protest are genuine people whose businesses are on the, are on the ropes and who want to open up and, and try and provide for their families. So I'm not going to stand in judgment of anybody who wants to protest. Would I be protesting myself? No. But of course it has to be judged against the public good. And that has to, and in other words, the health consequences. But a lockdown of the nature that we're having and a continued level five lockdown, the longest level five lockdown in Europe, the only country other than Slovenia where there's a complete ban on public worship like the penal laws, um, the lockdown has to be proportionate. And the question is, are the government acting proportionately? What about the people of Ireland who have been asked repeatedly to go back to the well? But are the government acting proportionately? And they're not. Because it is very evident that the rollout of the vaccination is an international embarrassment what's going on. And the government keep on pointing the finger back at the ordinary people of Ireland, the workers, the people who are trying to put food on the table, and young kids in particular, and blaming them, and completely ignoring their own utter incompetence. Do you think, Emmett, that... um the key here, and 
the fact that, as I said earlier, the government have bet the house on this being the key, the rapid vaccination mm. rollout in the coming weeks will not be a success. But I can't foresee what's, what's likely to happen because there's, there has been so many movable feasts over the last year. The Overagper told us initially this would be a lockdown for about two or three weeks but last March. We're now almost 15 months or over 14 months into uh, basically a continued level five lockdown. I know we had obviously different variants over the last number of months. Uh, can I foresee if it's going to be successful? I certainly hope the vaccination program would be successful. I'm happy to report my two parents who are in their 80s are vaccinated. And, you know, let, let's give credit where credit is due. But a rollout of vaccination compared to our friends in the United Kingdom is farcical because we have bet all our bets on the European Union, which have been pilloried by the World Health Organization as being completely incompetent. Now, it's gone so bad that the Brits are actually looking over at us and saying, we're going to have to give excess vaccinations to the Irish because once Northern Ireland is vaccinated, we can't have a common travel area between the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland where the Republic of Ireland might only have 25% or 30% or 40% of the population vaccinated, but we have 90%. So there's actually other people going to come to our aid because we're doing such a bad job. But I genuinely hope that A, the vaccinations actually are effective. And secondly, that a vaccination programme will roll out. But it's all very unforeseeable at the moment. We're chatting to Councillor Emmett O'Brien. Clearly, as I mentioned to the Bishop, we're going into a second Easter in lockdown at the high point of the church calendar. And for lots of people listening, it's still very important to their um, ability to worship in public, to congregate. We know the historical um, connections to all of that too. Um, and, and the other point being the huge mental toll of the last 12 months on so many people. I mean, how worried are you about the long-term consequences? Well, it's funny you say that. We had a very good briefing from the CEO of the HSC Midwest at the County Council, and I have to commend her and her two medical practitioners who attended uh, to the council. A lot of public officials don't attend us uh, because they don't like being asked questions. But uh, amongst all the data, statistical data that was sprued out to us by, by the HSC Midwest, the one area where there wasn't any data was the level of um, suicides, the level of mis- non-diagnosis, misdiagnosis of cardiac issues, cancers. But what was admitted, quite strikingly, which is alarming, is that there is going to be what is described as a tidal wave of psychiatric illnesses and consequences for, for the mental health of people as a result of this lockdown. So the question again goes back to proportionality. Is the lockdown causing more problems than it's saving? And we won't know that for a long time. But you can certainly hear from anecdotal evidence. People are at the end of their tether. And I have said this repeatedly at county council meetings. I said it yesterday to, 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 to people as well. That the respect for the state is starting to break down. Because the state is blaming the people. And the people don't feel that the state are doing their bit. And they're expecting us to go back to the well on a repeated basis. And you have Gardaí then going out basically being told by other people to, to move on people praying on Palm Sunday in front of the Jesuits, while half of Limerick is walking on the Three Bridges Walk or in People's Park. And what that will do is it's going to lead to a complete breakdown of trust between the people and Angarda Shiakana. Because since the foundations of the state, the Gardaí have policed this state so successfully with the consent of the people. And if the people's consent is withdrawn because they're at the end of their tether, then we're facing a very, very uncertain future. 
And we need proper, robust leadership. Not Leo Varadkar saying one thing on Tuesday, Michal Martin coming out to him competing on Wednesday, Stephen Donnelly going off, God knows where he's going off on his own little solo run, and then Simon Harris then tweeting half the world on Twitter. It's shambolic. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for your views on it uh, this morning. That is independent Limerick City and County Councillor Emmett O'Brien. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.